Welcome to Something to Tech About Season 3. New for this season, we are offering digital evidence of active learning or deal with it challenges. The more deal with it challenges you accept, the more tools you will have to support your students as they think critically, work collaboratively, stimulate creativity, and practice communicating all 21st century skills. Welcome back to Season 3 and Episode 11. We've been away from our recording studio now for several weeks due to the COVID-19 outbreak, and today we are excited to be recording our session from home. Um, thanks, Zach and Aja, for your production work behind the scenes to make this possible. So, yeah. let's get started. Hi, Drew, and Drew's here, too, from her house. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, yes, I'm tuning in to the show. She's tuning in, too, yeah. So today, Drew and I were going to talk about um, increasing engagement with interactive slides, and we're focusing on the tool called Pear Deck, which is an add-on that's available for Google Slides and Microsoft PowerPoint. Um, the reason we're interested in this is because, you know, many educators and presenters in the business world a lot share their content using slides and PowerPoint, and that, those tools certainly help. You know, they help provide um, visuals and charts and text for your audience. But um, the thing is, the audience is kind of sitting back and they're listening and they're, they're watching and they're taking it all in, but it's sort of, it's a passive way to receive the information with, you know, not a whole lot of interaction with the speaker. So we have yeses, we have laughs, we have nods, and maybe even gasps, depending on the <laughs> content. But um, there's really no interaction with the speaker in terms of like asking questions and comments, you know, depending on the size of the room and such. And now with um, all of us teaching remotely, I think, and I, I'm speaking for Drew here kind of more than ever, we need more ways to um, engage the students and make sure that they are, that they're with us as we're working through lessons, whether they were in small groups or um, larger groups at this point. Absolutely. So Drew, and Chime yeah, in there funny, with but, some. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is going to be difficult because <laughs> we can't see each other and give each other eye contact like, okay, you're next. <laughs> yeah. But um, um, it's funny that you mentioned, you know, that they're passively, and, and we've talked about um, often the consumer versus producers when we're talking about students. So, you Definitely. know, in those... Um, uh, PowerPoints and Google slide presentations, most times the audience are consumers of that information. And um, instead of, you know, being producers, and that's what we're talking about using Pear Deck and to increase that engagement with those students. So they actually can um, produce something, um, whether it's their answers or um, drawings and different things like that. So it kind of brings them into the consumer realm. And so we're talking into about the producer that, realm. So, yeah, excuse me, in the producer, the realm. producer Thank realm. Thank you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, sorry about that. So um, we're talking about Pear Deck and, and you might be thinking, well, what is it? Or if you um, have some knowledge of it, uh, we're still going to kind of go over and give an overview of it, but basically Pear Deck um, offers templates for your 
uh, and I'm just going to talk Google Slides because that's mostly what you and I work with, Angie. Yeah, um, well, that's a good aside to say, yes, I have not personally used it in Microsoft PowerPoint, but I do know that it's available. So mm -hmm. my conversation on this will be just from my experience using it with Google Slides. So you PowerPoint folks, um, we'd love to hear how it works with PowerPoint if you've done that. But um, for this conversation, yeah, slides. Yeah. So what it is are basically pre-built templates. However, you have the opportunity to edit them however you see fit, whatever's going to fit your students in your classroom and your lesson because you are the masters of those, that curriculum. And, you know, whatever you want to insert into those pre-existing um, templates, you have the opportunity to do that. Um, they are available for like the beginning, middle, and end of lessons. You can do social emotional check-in from the template. And there are plenty of sample slides for most content area and for most grade levels too. They even yeah, have, yeah. Um, yeah, I think one of the biggest things that I hear is there's never anything for the little. Well, they have right. a specific section for K2 students. Um, so those yeah. templates um, gravitate towards that, those younger ages. It's funny you say, not funny you say that, appropriate that you say that because I have, um, the last time I presented any information about using interactive slides, I had a large, large group of people that were in primary grades as teachers and they were delighted to find the little section and see how they could use this with the little kids and so it's definitely something that's truly kind of a k-12 tool as opposed to something being um you know mentioned or marketed as a k-12 tool well maybe not so much mm -hmm. right you know what right. I mean? yes definitely um and angie and i have recently presented several remote sessions on pear deck and the response has been great once they um, realize the interactivity that can be built in just by dragging in a slide or two. So, um, highly useful, especially these days. Well, exactly. And the nice thing about it is that this is not something that's going to force you to reinvent the wheel, so to speak. So, you, many teachers, many educators, or even business folks or presenters out there already have many slide decks that they've created. So mm -hmm. having those already built is one thing, and then but then just taking that content and making it more interactive by incorporating um, the Pear Deck template is just, it's like just taking it up a notch, right? <laughs> bringing Absolutely. More and um, yeah. bringing more digital evidence of active learning into the classroom. Agree. And and before we move forward too, I do want to mention that math is also seems to be a uh, an area that a lot of educators can't find appropriate things to put into you know Google Forms or how to uh, teach it remotely because it is you know a, a very hands-on type of uh, curriculum and um, Pear Deck has some great things that pair well <laughs> with uh, with math. 
so um, all that's true. They have some really nice grid sheets and um, and other things that are work that help with math. Yes, right. I agree. All right, where are we yes, going? So the math teacher will talk be saying, about yay. Whoops. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I just said, <laughs> well, the math teacher will be saying yay, <laughs> something for me. Indeed. Uh, do we want this to talk weird to we record? Just want to Okay. You can't see um, me nodding. <laughs> um, we also want to kind of point out that um, Pear Deck has an amazing partnership with Google, and they offer the Be Internet Awesome curriculum um, in English as well as Spanish, and those are um, already built and ready to be um, pushed out in a slide deck uh, for yes. your students and what a great time to start practicing um citizen citizen digital ship i couldn't get that out yes, so. that too digital citizenship mm -hmm. yes and i've actually i can say um i'm a definite user of the be internet awesome curriculum and i've used it with the pear deck and it is really really well done so if you're ever in a situation where you're wanting to bring in some more digital citizenship to your classes this is already pre-built it's very easy to make it happen so i highly recommend it okay all right so let's the kids continue. like it too. yeah what what um what are some other features that pear deck has angie that we want to cover um I think a feature that most people find surprising and delightful and useful is the fact that um, the presenter really controls the screen or controls the pace of the lesson or the, the pace of the content presentation. So when the presenter forwards their screen, it or advances, when the presenter advances their screen, it advances on the user's screen as well. So slides will advance at the um, pace that the instructor sets if it's an instructor pace lesson and the slides advance on the user's computer as well which just blows the minds of many people that <laughs> you know they can actually control someone else's screen and keep that is one on of the slides they want to be on exactly that is one of the things when i'm i'm presenting at a conference or a workshop people that have never used Pear Deck and uh, once they get into the um, Pear Deck lesson and the first time I, autom you know, advance the slide, they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it just, it, yeah, and then so they're all over it at that point, being able to control the pace of the lesson. So um, that's yeah. good. And, and also, um, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just thinking, in terms of controlling the pace of the lesson, you know, there's a lot of times when we've we've given students the the presentation handout ahead of time, or I've even been in conferences where they're like, "Here's my slide deck over here. You can get it on my site." And I'm guilty of it. I've gone ahead several times and saying, "Okay, what's this guy going to talk about?" or whatever, and then I mm -hmm. do end up losing track of the actual here and now because my focus is on what's coming next or whatever. So this definitely helps with keeping students engaged, keeping them focused on the content you're working on at that particular time. And, you know, whenever that interactive slide does come up, they're ready to interact with it because potentially they've had more opportunity to pay attention because <laughs> 
they've mm-hmm. been keeping pace with the lesson because their screen's been changing in front of them. Exactly, exactly. And another thing is um, the student pace, okay? We talked about the instructor leading the pace where um, the uh, presenter can only advance the slides when they're ready. You can actually assign student pace. And, and in a remote situation, this may be good, you know, to assign for homework or if there is a science lesson that you've um, built a slide deck for and inserted your Pear Deck interactivity um, slides in, uh, you can assign it uh, student pace. So once you click student pace, you can click a link. It'll give you a link that you can then copy and then post in your Google Classroom and assign for students to work through the slide deck at their own pace. And even with student pace, if you are uh, doing an instructor-led Pear Deck as well, you can actually switch over to student pace within the live version. So if, let's just say everybody's, you know, you're you're leading the lesson slide by slide, and then there are a few slides that you want to give students time to interact on their own, you can just automatically in one click, switch it over to student pace, um, because as we all know, students work at different paces. So you don't want to hold anyone up. And then those that may need more time, you can afford that to them by putting it in the student pace. And that's, okay, I was gonna say game changer, but are you gonna really surprise me now? That's, you know, a lot of times we're like, oh, well, are the kids, the students actually doing it? At any time, you can um, check into your teacher dashboard. And if even within student pace, when you bring up your teacher's dashboard, you can see who is interacting. That's in a um, teacher-led as well as a student pace mode. Check into your teacher dashboard, and as they're writing, it's live. You can see who's in there, what they're doing. There's several different views depending on the type of answer uh, you're asking. So if you're, uh, you know, if it's a multiple choice, you can show a grid and see everybody's answer at once. It's just, it's remarkable. I think this is probably, Angie, the the most, I guess this is the platform or the program that I am most excited for ever because it's so flexible. It is. It is amazing, and it has so many helpful features for teachers. Um, when when you mentioned, you know, being able to use the teacher dashboard and view student responses afterwards, and when you do that on your own as a teacher, you can actually see which child it was or which participant. And I used that just this week. I was using Pear Deck as a tool. And at the end, I was glancing through the teacher responses because they have to be teachers in the class. And um, I noticed one person never responded. Like, huh, well, that's odd. You know, they came to the class and certainly they wanted to participate in some level. But that gave me the opportunity to open that conversation and say, hey, is everything okay with you? Um, Did you have technology issues? How can I help you with Pear Deck? I noticed you didn't answer. And, you know, we were able to have a resolution about that. And, but if 
I hadn't known who was responding. You know, it could have just been that one kid didn't respond each time. I wouldn't have known it was that same person. So Mm -hmm. having that information is really powerful in terms of following up with students afterwards. I agree. I I, I agree. I just really like that. Um, And and during the lesson as well. Oh, sorry. One more thing. During the lesson, if you're instructor-led, you can at any point put the responses up on the screen and show the entire class, um, which is kind of interesting in case you wanted to have a discussion about what everybody was, what all the responses were. And when you do that, mm-hmm. those are anonymous. Yes, I'm glad so you mentioned that. You both <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Be our guest. Join in our conversation on a future episode and share your favorite resources, strategies, and even student projects. You're not in Savannah? No problem. We're just a phone call away. Complete the online form to be our guest on www.somethingtotechabout.com. Now, Angie, I know um, in a lot of the Facebook groups, education technology Facebook groups we follow um, a lot of the questions from educators are you know how can I get my students involved during a video conference you know instead of just again just you know pushing information out there yes Um, so I think Airdeck is one of the um, better ways to get to I guess solve that problem um, yeah, and because it, it, it's just that phenomenal. <laughs> it is. Um, I mean, you can push it out with a, you give them a link, and then you have a Google Meet or a Zoom or whatever running in the in the background, so that the kids can hear your voice as you present your lesson in Pear Deck, and that keeps keeps them engaged as opposed to having them just hop up and go get a snack during the lesson or go hug their dog. Or I mean, they're probably still going to hug their dog anyway, but at least they know there's something that they're responsible for while their teacher is speaking. You know, it holds a little more level exactly. of accountability during that lesson. Mm-hmm. And now that you mentioned that, let's just kind of um, veer that way because I think it's going to take a lot, uh, not a lot of practice, but it's going to take some practice because you as the presenter and then um, students on the other end, you're going to need more than one window opened. Um, so yes. like from the student side, they're going to have to have one window or one device with the video conference up and then another window or another device with phone is fine, works great with um, Pear Deck, um, signed in at join PD and putting in the code to be able to interact so they could still um, watch you watch the slideshow, but then participate in another window or another on another device. Right. Thank you for saying that. Because when I did this, I did use this with Hangout, with a meet, excuse me. And mm-hmm. the first time I did it with a group, I asked them to, I sent them the meet link and they joined me in the meet link. And then once we all got there, okay now open a new tab and type join.pd join pd excuse me Aja will have to switch that one <laughs> and then they type join pd.com 
on another tab while keeping the meat running in the background. And that way mm-hmm. they could hear my voice. And then they just stayed active in the join in the pair deck um, tab, excuse me. And then if we needed yeah. to come over to the meet to see each other, I, we would just, I would consciously direct them, okay, well, let's go back to the other tab that has the meet icon and let's chat for a minute. And then we would say, mm-hmm. okay, now let's go back to this. And that was successful. Now, granted, that was with adults, but I, I think if you just you over communicate the situation and the directions, you can keep it going pretty easily. Yes, um, I agree. So you, you you may still be thinking as you're listening to us, well, you know, I, I think we've given a lot of reasons or told a lot about what it is, but really, and we also mentioned some of the whys, but as we all know, teaching remotely is certainly not the same as that face-to-face instruction where you can, you know, go stand by a particular student if they're struggling or Right. Um, You know, being able to redirect them. What's great about Pear Deck is that at any time along the way, you can um, put in a temperature check. So at the beginning, how are you feeling? You know, how's your day been? Uh, Or if you're going through your math lesson, okay, temperature check time. And it's a Pear Deck slide that you would put in there and say, okay, Um, you know, the question could be, uh, you know, are you, how are you at this point? And they can say, wait, I have questions, drag their dot, right? To wait mm-hmm. a minute, I have questions or no, I'm good to go. Um, so just those little temperature checks can kind of bring in that classroom feel so that you're getting the interaction from the students about whether they're getting it or not. Exactly. They, um, they're, and they're dying to talk. You know, think about when you were back in the classroom um, just a few months ago and, you know, you're thinking about the number of students who chit chat back and forth and that hum of classroom work. And it's it's kind of like crickets now. You know, you're just hearing mm-hmm. yourself. Um, if you're in a, a Zoom or a meet, you know, it can end up with everybody talking at the same time because the kids are learning that. But if they have a focused thing to speak about, then that definitely helps focus their attention to the task at hand. Agreed. Um, And just like um, if they're participating, like just saying a click and drag um, slide in Pear Deck, imagine your classroom chattering, you know, and then it's, you know, time to regroup. Um, A lot of times the kids, especially if it's their first time, they just kind of drag the dot all over the screen and pair back, you know. Yeah, and like they're making, they're changing their mind. Yes, no, yes, no, yes. Exactly. <laughs> so just as we say, okay, class, let's, you know, reconvene, come back, let's focus. Uh, there is a feature within Pear Deck that you can actually um, freeze the screen. So you would just click that and no more responses could be um, added. And at that point, you can say, okay, we've had our fun. Now, let's you know, make sure you're putting your dot uh, to indicate, you know, where you are at this point and uh, let's try it again. So um, I always recommend, especially the drag, the dot um, one, let them have a, you know, give them a fun um, slide to play with. 
to drag the dot and then get the sillies out, especially for the younger Definitely. ones. Although, Definitely. although Angie, we do know adults do that too because we've had that oh, in conferences. Yeah, there's nothing like teachers who like to say, you know, if you say, okay, you can be like your kids now, they're like, yes, and they, yeah, yeah have a great time with absolutely. the slides. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, another great feature for, I guess, classroom management remotely. Um, so yeah, what's next? Um, well, another reason to use Pear Deck, I think, with remote learning is um, to consider that it works on any device. And that's something that is so helpful these days when there are numerous devices in your classroom population. I'm not trying to imply that there's numerous devices in a singular household, but if you think about your classroom population, they're not all using the same device now because they're all home. They have mm -hmm. whatever they have at their house. So the fact that Pear Deck works, as long as you have a browser on the device, you should be pretty good to go. And you should be able to interact with the slides that your teacher that you that you send the students. Exactly. Um, and I think another great feature that I really had not practiced with until my last couple of um, presentations, um, remote presentations, was the embed website. Um, which is great when you're working remotely. If there's a website on the life cycle of the butterfly that you would um, like the kids to interact with, all you have to do is in, uh, pull in that, um, I think it's website link from Pear Deck um, slide, and you just paste the link there, and the students can view that website directly within Pear Deck and not have to go out um, surfing the web. So I think that's really good. Another, I guess, maybe a classroom management um, type thing, mm -hmm. and it's a little bit more focused, you know, because you pull in exactly what you want them to read or interact with. So I have a follow-up question on that. I have used Pear Deck for years, and I've mm -hmm. often hyperlinked things into the slide and then encouraged my audience to click a hyperlink and go out to wherever. Are you mm -hmm. saying there's an interactive slide now that has it, you embed it right into the slideshow? Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Oh, Absolutely. Drew, you twice. Game changer. See, we learn all the time. I had no idea I did that. I know. Um, and oh, then in one me. of my I last presentations, yeah, one of my last presentations, a teacher asked, well, can you put like a Google form in there, a link to a, you know, embed the form and hot diggity dog, you can. That's <laughs> so awesome. If you want isn't that cool? So um, yes, yeah, I did I, not know it. I tried it. Yeah, with the I would not have thought about you know a Google form uh, putting in in there, but sure enough, um, it that I tried it right there on the spot, and it's really nice. I am impressed. All right, that's two game changers in one podcast. <laughs> so <Sweet. laughs> yeah, you surprised me twice. I love it. I love it. Well, um, Drew, was there anything else we wanted to add about Paradox today? Or do we want to move on to the challenge for teachers? Yeah, um, I just, I, yeah, let's just move on. I mean, there's, I do want to point out that in a 
15, 20, however, we may be running way over, but in a 15, 20 minute episode, there's no way that we can cover all the features um, of Pear Deck. Um, so that's why we are still keeping with our season three theme and providing um, a teacher challenge. Um, and we have a challenge for brand new users. And then we'll have a challenge for those ready for some next steps. Love it. Um, and you, go ahead. No, 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 go. I hear it. You've got a plan. Go for it. <laughs> and um, you'll find these teacher challenges on our website, something to tech about.com. And it may look a bit different than the one, the challenges we've done earlier, but um, we highly encourage you not only to complete those challenges, but to visit PearDeck.com because they have tons, tons of resources. They have live webinars that you can participate in. They have um, just um, tutorials as well. So, you know, be sure to check those features out on um, PearDeck.com. And right now, they are, if you sign up, well, even if you're already a user, you can add on a 90-day free trial of their premium features. And no, we are not getting a kickback to advertise PearDeck. We don't get anything, but we love the product so much. We're just letting you know that for the next 90 days, you can use all the premium features for free. And they are mighty and so helpful. And it would really help, I think, with your last few weeks of remote teaching um, to incorporate this into your lessons. It is worth getting started with just even a few slides at a time. Agreed. Well, if there's nothing else, Angie, we, um, we want to um, hope that our listeners Continue to stay safe. We thank you for listening. Yeah. Um, and if you feel the need of and feel that what we are, what you are listening to is worth sharing, please um, share our podcast with your teacher friends and visit us at somethingtotechabout.com. Connect with us on your favorite social media channel. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at sttechabout.